This is Unapologetic Parenting, a podcast dedicated to candidly and unapologetically discussing parenting, divorce, and co-parenting. We take on the topics most people don't want to talk about and offer support and solutions to help you be a better parent, co-parent, and human being. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Welcome back. This is Unapologetic Parenting. I'm your host, Carl Knickerbocker. In this episode, we are talking about conflict between the stepmom and the bio mom. Oh, it sounds so awful when we use those terms. Personally, just up front, I hate those terms. Just hate, hate, hate stepmom, bio mom all these different labels and stuff. I think they're just pretty much complete BS. I'd rather just refer to people by their first names and then define what their roles and responsibilities are for just whatever situation they happen to find themselves in. And they can just be, you know, Betty or Susie or Candace or I don't even just make up whatever your name is. That's it. I do not like it. I use it for shorthand. I apologize that I use it up front. I'm not a big fan of it, but for convenience, well, I guess that's what we got to work with for now until we come up with something better. So, what I wanted to talk to you guys and gals, (laughs) more labels, about this evening is conflict between these folks. So I firmly believe that behind all conflict, or at least direct conflict, between a stepmother, step-parent, but mainly stepmother, and a bio-mom, biological mother, behind that conflict is a man who's just not manning up. I think it really boils down to that. It's just, it's a guy who is just not getting his shit together to be able to form proper boundaries, step up to his responsibilities, prioritize the things that need to be done, who ends up either hiding behind women or somehow in some degree gets off on women squabbling over him but at some level it is a man just not doing what he's supposed to do so i really really believe that there is no reason no reason for a stepmother and a biological mother to be having direct conflict with one another i am also of the opinion that in pretty much every case, there is no reason for there to even be direct communication between a stepmother and a biological mother. Usually, the in route for that is the kids are over at dad's house and dad has to work, so his wife is watching the kids. And somehow that creates an obligation or a window for there to be all sorts of invasion or communication or whatever else into that home because there are some hours being spent with a stepmom. I just don't see that. I don't see that at all. In my own situation, we have been doing that for years, years and years and years, where my wife watches the kids sometimes, 
Not all the time. Sometimes, while I have to do a deposition, or I have to do a mediation, or I might have work during the day and the kids happen to be around for a little bit, that does not create some sort of obligation for my ex to be able to be blowing up my wife's phone with questions or criticisms or anything else. And the work that my wife does with the children and in her role in this household does not give her any sort of obligation or necessity to be speaking out toward or with the ex at all. There's no reason for that line of communication to be there. Why? At the root of it, the kids are my kids. So dads out there, the kids are your kids. You have the responsibility for your children. The dad had the kids. They are his kids. They are his responsibility. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But that's just it. Dad is ultimately responsible for the kids. Dad is ultimately accountable for anything and everything that happens to and with the kids while they are at dad's house. And it doesn't matter if it's stepmom. It doesn't matter if it's nanny. It doesn't matter if it's his mom. It doesn't matter if it's grandma. It doesn't matter who. It is ultimately accountability lands on dad because dad is their dad and he is responsible for their caretaking, their well-being. He is responsible for providing a safe and supportive environment for them. And so that's it. Responsibility stops there. Now, what happens a lot of times is you have a guy will start delegating his responsibility. He will start either, well, I say delegating to be nice. A lot of times uh, these dads will start avoiding responsibility. They won't step up to assume accountability. So they will hide behind the women. And what happens is they will start saying, oh, I'm going to delegate my parental responsibilities to my new wife. I'm going to start delegating my responsibilities as these child's parent to this other person and make them respond. I'll give all that responsibility to them or large portions of responsibility to them. That is disaster. That is not, not, not right. If there is a decision that requires mutual agreement between dad and the biological mom, then that is something that he has to deal with himself. That is something that he is responsible for dealing with with his ex himself. He should not be delegating these issues to his wife. Dad is the one who has the responsibility for making sure all the things that are needed for the kids are taken care of. So if there is a situation that is going to come up where dad is going to be working and he might be out of town or this or that and there are pickups or drop-offs or things that need to be arranged, it is his responsibility to work to arrange all of that ahead of time. 
if there is any sort of dramatic dynamic, any sort of tension or conflict between the stepmother and the biological mother, there should not be communication there at all. Even if it is, quote, necessary for the children or in the best interests of the kids or any of that blah, blah, blah nonsense. No. All of these things can be handled ahead of time by the proper responsible parties. None of it requires a stepmother to be stepping in and doing anything. It's just not necessary. So that is responsibilities. A lot of times, if there's going to be conflict between the stepmother and the biological mother, it is because some man is not stepping up to his responsibilities in the situation. He is delegating pushing off his accountability to someone else, and that is completely inappropriate. There is no reason why all communications regarding the children cannot go through dad. He is the responsible party. He is the one who's ultimately accountable. It all needs to go through him. The other portion of this concept is prioritization. And so, a lot of times what we see is a man who is not prioritizing his wife. And so you have the stepmom, his wife, is not being prioritized in the arrangement. So the ex is being put somehow ahead of her or issues with the kids being negotiated with the ex is being put ahead of his wife. Well, If they're at dinner, if they're out having a romantic evening and there are messages coming from his ex and he's going to jump to those and have to has to answer those and has to respond to those and has to be involved in those. Well, guess what? That man's attention is elsewhere. And that is not a good thing. He is not prioritizing his wife. So in any marriage relationship, in any family relationship, the marriage relationship, the spouse needs to be prioritized above everything else. And now I know this freaks some people out. Some people totally get it. Some people get just very, very triggered by the concept of prioritizing your spouse above other people in the home. Prioritizing your spouse and prioritizing your relationship above the children. Some people just freak out over this. Well, think about it this way. The greatest thing you could probably give your children is a good, healthy, solid, strong marriage where the the adults in the home are in love with each other, prioritizing each other, you know, mom or dad comes home and they're excited to see each other. They really make an intentional effort to work on the quality of their relationship and they are investing deeply in one another, prioritizing one another in order to have a really firm foundation for the home. Now, if that isn't appealing to anyone, I don't know what to tell you, but that's that's a healthy recipe to prioritize your spouse. And so, I mean, if you don't want your marriage to last beyond child rearing years, then sure, start putting your spouse down toward the bottom. If you want to see the kids off to college and you see them pack up their car 
and off they drive and you look at this other person and you're just like I don't know who the heck you are I don't like you we haven't spent the last 20 years investing in each other at all and I'm miserable and have been miserable because you don't prioritize me and I don't prioritize you and God I can't remember the last time we had anything resembling sex or a conversation or anything interesting because we just keep deprioritizing each other by all means please keep prioritizing your children over that and if you want your kids to become incredibly obnoxious, self-centered little brats because they are the centers of the universe. And if you want them to grow up and marry somebody else who doesn't put them first, somebody else who is going to put work or this or anything else ahead of your children when they're adults, if you want them to have that programmed in the as the example, then by all means, please keep prioritizing your children ahead of your spouse. Now, if none of that sounds good to you, then please reconsider the concept of prioritizing this person that you are in a love relationship with. So when we're talking about remarriage, and in this particular context, we're talking about the stepmom and the biological dad being together, what that looks like is, you know, if there is conflict over an issue involving the kids, dad first and foremost says, you know what, I need to make sure that my wife, I need to make sure that my love is put in a position where she is not being triangulated into this conflict. I need to prioritize things in order to ensure that she is not being harmed by whatever is going on. I need to get my priorities straight in order to preserve the peace and the love and the development, the values and everything else of this home and do all the work necessary to fulfill my responsibilities with sensitivity toward those priorities. That priority being... My love, my wife, our relationship, that is where the focus needs to be. Well, a lot of people will, again, backlash on that and be like, oh, well, if you prioritize your wife, then the poor children, the poor children. It's it's somehow in their minds, if you prioritize your spouse over the kids, that means you're going to like lock the kids in a closet and neglect them and emotionally abandon them, and they go to this really dark, weird, polar extreme of what that means. Well, guess what? When people do that, that's called splitting. That's called black and white thinking. And the moment that somebody says, well, if it's not all this, if it's not 100% prioritization, then it must be doom and gloom and disaster, that triggers us to see that they're responding from some non-rational state. And so it's splitting. There's something else going on there. If you're familiar with splitting, you know that that has a lot to do with, um, you know, maybe depression, anxiety, mental illness. That could also sometimes be a sign that there's a personality disorder going on. So they split and they say, oh, well, it must be this most horrible thing. And so children must be prioritized. They must be the number one priority. And when you ask them, well, why? Well, because they they should be the, they should, they should, they should, they should, they should. Well, but why? Well, they're they're innocent and helpless and all these other things. It's like, well, a teenager is? 
you know, what are what are you what are you envisioning happening here? Do you think that by prioritizing the spouse, that means we're going to stop feeding the children? So if there's a two year old and I say, you know what, I'm going to prioritize my spouse in this relationship, that means I stop giving the kid food. That means that no longer we're going to, you know, give them clothes. We're going to turn off the heat. We're going to throw them in a snowbank. You know, what? what is the expectation here by just simply saying that there's going to be a prioritization of preserving the love relationship, preserving the marriage, preserving the love dynamics that found the home in which the children live. What do you expect to happen? It's not Armageddon just by saying I'm going to love my wife and make sure that they're going to have a good experience and prioritize them being cut out of conflict. Typically, the response then is, well, the, the children didn't ask to be born. Well, okay, well, none of us did, and here we are, so that really isn't an argument that means anything. Well, the children didn't ask for there to be a step situation. And when you start hearing the phrase of the children did not ask for, the children did not ask to be, what that keys you in on is guilt. And the person who is dealing with the concept of prioritizing another adult or a spouse what they are dealing with is guilt that is leading them to overcompensate for the children. And so they feel probably guilty that things did not turn out as they believed they should. They're still attached to some image of what things should have been. And since things did not turn out as they should be, Now, oh, the poor suffering victims of the children, these poor, helpless, innocent, didn't ask to exist, didn't ask for any of this, poor boo-hoo little kids, we have to overcompensate for them because they are entitled to all these things to be showered upon them and have just unconditional, undivided attention on them 100% to the detriment of all other relationships because of, of the fact of their existence. So you have, again, splitting. You have these very out there, romanticized, guilt-driven notions overcompensating. You have a lot of projection that goes into it. So the person is feeling guilty, most likely in themselves, guilty for not stepping up in the way that they should. Perhaps their relationships have tanked. They're the one that maybe hasn't been able to deal with the changed dynamics of the relationship in a healthy way. And so they take their insecurities, their fears, their everything else, and they project those onto the children. When you hear that language, when you see that really extreme response, when you hear people talk in terms of, you know, the kids did not ask for this, the kids did not ask for that, that keys you in on guilt. So typically, again, you typically have black and white thinking, splitting, you have projection, you have guilt, all these other things, and you're not really going to get anywhere trying to rationalize with a person at that point because they're not coming from a rational position. They're just not open to any kind of argumentation. So all that you can do with a person like that is say, you know what, that's where you are, and I'm going to focus on this rational thing that I know is going to be a lot better for the kids. So I'm going to, one, 
be prioritizing my spouse. I'm going to be prioritizing their experience and making sure that they are clear from the drama, triangulation, everything else. And then two, I'm going to always be fulfilling my responsibilities to the children because those are my responsibilities. I will prioritize my wife by fulfilling my responsibilities and not dumping my responsibilities onto her. That prioritizes her. Me owning my shit and doing what needs to be done because that is my job, those are my responsibilities, that is honoring my wife. That is honoring our relationship. That is protecting and prioritizing her, protecting and prioritizing who we are. So one last dynamic, uh, it is the kind of the opposite sides of things where there is sometimes the stepmom and the dad are the ones kind of teaming up in order to just constantly harass the biological mother. And so it doesn't just, you know, go one way. It's not just the, you know, the the poor victim stepmother of the HCBM or whatever that nonsense is, but sometimes it is the, you know, the biological mom is just trying to do the right things and trying to go along and you have the people on the other side maybe the ones with the personality disorders. So dad is the one who is borderline and then attracts somebody who is, you know, perhaps equally unstable or gets enlisted into the drama and they get off on it. Literally, where they will bond over going after the bio mom and it becomes their mission to do everything that they can to tear her down to harass her to all these other things well again that is a man not doing what he really should be doing because he is now using those dynamics to one bond with his new spouse in a very 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 unhealthy way And two, if he can get that response from his ex and get these women fighting with each other, then he's getting off on this, like, women fighting over him dynamic. And it's just, it's not a healthy place. So if you are the bio mom in that situation and you see that happening, get out of it because you're being pulled into some sort of little weird threesome thing that they are doing to bond with each other and are doing to make themselves feel powerful and they're you know literally getting off on it and if you're the stepmom in that situation and you say oh well that sounds kind of familiar you need to take that as a major red flag because guarantee you you're not the first You are not the first person that that guy has enlisted in order to triangulate conflict or create conflict over himself because that is what he enjoys. That is not a healthy, healthy at all workable relationship. You need to like seriously consider, reconsider what you're doing and what you're signing on for. So bringing this all together prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. It is okay to prioritize your spouse. It is okay to prioritize your marriage. 
that is totally fine. People who've never been divorced, that is the gold standard of a happy, healthy marriage and kind of the golden advice of making sure that your marriage will last longer term and that you are giving your children a very solid foundation in the home and setting an example for them of, hey, this is what it looks like when mom or dad comes home from work and they're happy to see their spouse. And you know, even before the dog gets greeted, they're greeting each other and they can't wait to hang out with each other. And they say, you know what? I know that you know, you want to do all these extracurricular activities, kids, but, you know, mom and dad, we need time with each other because we love each other and we're going to prioritize keeping time for ourselves and developing our relationships because guess what? We existed before you. We brought you into this world. We're going to exist and raise you while you're here, but your time here is limited. You're moving out, or at least you better be moving out, and we plan on having a relationship that goes well beyond your time in this home, so we are going to prioritize ourselves. That is healthy. That is how you form a solid family and foundation for your kids. And that is how you set healthy examples for them of what relationships are supposed to look like. So prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. And that same value system moves over to the marriage with a second wife, a second husband, that same priority message moves over to the step-parent as well. There are a few more nuances, of course, because that also includes not triangulating and keeping them out of conflict, respecting their boundaries when dealing with your kids, not delegating your responsibilities to the step-parent. There are, there are other dynamics, but the, the whole concept and frame is the same. Beyond prioritization, again, Fulfilling responsibilities. Dad, it is your responsibility to raise your kids. It is your responsibility to coordinate all things for your kids, to communicate on your kids' behalf in an effective way that, again, honors your priorities. So if there is conflict between the stepmother and the bio mother, I think a lot of times the root cause of that is going to be a man not doing what he's supposed to be doing. 